The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, I have to get through this, uh, our sponsor's uh, commercial here because I cannot wait to talk about the Giants, buddy. Thanks to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain is a big-time Giants fan, Jason Parks, and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com. Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. Chris, it's two games in, buddy. It's preseason. But tell mm-hmm. me why I shouldn't be excited about this team right now, pal. Why you should, should why be excited? Because I'm pretty Oh, shouldn't be? Well, okay. I'm a buffoon, uh, you, so calm me I, down. I'm going to have to say it, okay? Yeah. Um, listen, they did what they had to do last night. Uh, the Bears decided they weren't going to play one starter. Right. Okay? So the offensive line, the first unit, went down the field and scored like they should have. Yeah. A lot of guys on defense played really well against second stringers. Excuse me. Like they should have. Now, that's a positive, Jerry. Don't get me wrong. Right. Your starter should be doing that. If Eli did not do that, which I've seen Eli do that in the past against other teams, twos, and they didn't look well. I remember Coughlin days. They didn't, he didn't play well. Coughlin kept them out there because they didn't move the ball against yeah, the second-string unit. Yeah, he would leave them out there and be like, yeah, you're coming out when you score. Right, because he didn't. they didn't look good against the second-string defense. I remember specifically. Mm-hmm. you know. So they did what they had to do. They do- kind of dominated. Eli threw the ball well. He went right down to Phil Jones. Threw the ball well when he got there behind the ones. Chris, real quick, let me yeah. one thing. I was so glad to see Eli throw the ball well because that's all you have been talking mm-hmm. about, and it's what I saw in, in my two days there. Right. It just it doesn't make us sound like liars anymore because he threw the ball, and even a buddy of mine texted me, Eli's throwing the ball harder than I've ever seen. And Thank it was you. one drive, but, I mean, if he can handle the rush, man, that's what we've been saying. So go ahead. Well, I think you saw that zip and that little on that little end of Cody Latimer, yeah, right? That's the one pass I keep thinking about. I played right. it 17 times this morning. Right, because, you know, up in the booth, I was like, woo! You know, uh, I said to myself, you know what? If anybody was doubting what we were saying, I don't think they are now because yeah, he agree. zipped. He zipped that ball into Latimer. Yep. Um, so, so, yeah. So, they did what they had to do, Jerry. Um, I don't want to get... Too excited, so I have to call. I have to calm your buffoonness down a little bit, <laughs> because I know you're very excited. Because listen, Jerry, that if they would have did that against the Bears once, I would be like, Jerry, it's time to get excited. <laughs> you know, it took all of my 
self-control last night not to tweet with you last night. I was just like, oh, I'm dude, so stop. Happy right now. Yeah. Um, so I was happy that they did what they had to do. I was happy Eli read that. That touchdown to, uh, to if I say Dante Fowler one more damn time, that touchdown to Benny Fowler was a great read by Eli. They sent like eight guys on a blitz. Yeah. And he found Fowler, read the blitz, did a little in, and he broke the tackle and scored. So it was a great read by Eli. I was happy to see that. Um, and it was very, listen, it was positive. They played well. They ran the ball well and all that. Um, but I'm not going to get too excited because it was the Bears' second and third stringers. I'm sorry. I can't get that excited with you. But a lot of positives. And there was some negatives, bud. You know? Oh, no, uh, there were negatives. There were definitely negatives. Yeah. But one thing I was right about, and I, I, I'm, you know, based on my reaction to the draft pick, I'm rarely right these days. I was right about Benny Fowler. And mm-hmm. I, I really believe he is going to be a favorite of Manning, whether Tate's in there or not. I, I'm telling you, man, I wouldn't be surprised to see Benny Fowler get six, seven hundred yards this year receiving. I, I, I think Eli loves him. Um, Eli does seem to like him, especially down in that red zone area. He seems yeah. to like him. He's got a big body. I don't know how tall he is, but he's, he seems like he he's like six two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, Eli seems to like him. They seem to have a good connection going. Um, those two. You know, um, well, listen, Jerry, with, with Tate out the first four weeks, you know, Fowler's going to get his reps. He's going to get his snaps, you know. Yep. Um, so he'll get his shot the first four weeks with Eli. No question about it. Um, they seem to have a little thing going on. I was happy to see Benny. Once in a while, Benny puts the ball on the ground. He drops the pet. He drops the balls. But played well last night. Um, so that was good. I was glad that – listen, before the game started, somebody told me that it looks like Eli might go a quarter. But what happened was, is that, yeah, they went right down the field. And yeah, Sherman no said, one expected him to score. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. But Sherman. Because it's Sherman, preseason. He doesn't care in he, preseason. He was obviously very happy with what Eli did and said, all right, let, let me let me get him out of here. Yeah. Right. Because if I could tell you this for a fact, if they didn't score, oh, if they would have kicked the field goal, um, Eli was coming back out. Um, so, but then, you know, Sherman changed his mind, which this is what coaches do in preseason games, you know? Yeah, sure. He changed his mind. All right, let me get Jones behind the ones and let, let him go out there for, and get him three or four series in, which they did. Yeah. And I thought Jones, except for a few sloppy things, I thought he played really well again. You know? Oh, um, my God. I mean, that bomb to Latimer. Latimer wasn't really that open when he no. hit him. No. I, he throws such a – wow, where did this come from? Or I mean, Maybe he always had it, but I, I, how did everybody miss this? He throws such a nice ball. He throws a good deep ball. He's accurate yeah. as hell. And Shermer brought up something great in the post game. He said, "How many times is that kid under center in college? Never, zero. And, and how much is he yeah. working with Jalapeno? Never, right? He's always at the second yeah. team in practice. So those yeah. things happen. But you know, I'm not concerned about a fumbled snap. I was a little no. more concerned with the other fumble. Uh, you know, I, I know yeah. that I think it was Slade who missed his guy. Yeah, you know, he's got to be right. a little more careful with the ball there. But I wasn't yeah. concerned with the fumbled snap. That that stuff happens, man. No, that stuff happens to veterans. Yeah, yeah. You know? And he's still working with Jalapio. And he, and like Sherman said, the kid never took a snap on the center, right? Yeah, right. So I'm not worried about that. I gotta. I have to be honest with you, Jerry. He was a little sloppy with the ball placement, and he got stripped in that sack, right? Yep. He knows what he did wrong. Um. Sherman said, Sherman this, said he didn't call his parents. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a class. I put that on Twitter a little while ago. I yeah. thought that was a classic line by yeah, Sherman awesome. last night. Um, but, Jerry, he's a kid that doesn't really make the same mistake twice. Right. You know what I mean? So look for better ball security in the future from Jones. He's learning. It's his second game. You know what I mean? 
Um, it was not, you know, it was sloppy. But I tell you what, after that fumble, you got to love the way Jones got up and tackled that guy, right? I love that. Yes. I go, look at him chasing him down the field. Yeah. There was a couple him. of, there was two impressive plays on turnovers last night. One was when Jones got up and tackled that dude. And the second one had to be Alonzo Russell, man. Oh, I mean, I, I, I have him not making the team and I, and I was, I said, I hope he makes it somehow. I just, I didn't see how it was going to happen. And again, mm-hmm. when I did my 53, it was what I think the coaches are doing, not what I would do. So right. I like him, but I, I didn't think, well, maybe with Tate out, he'll make the team at first. And then if someone gets right. injured, he'll stay on. But last night, man, you have to help yourself real quick before we get on to, to Russell. One term I can't stand there's a couple of terms in sports now that drive me crazy when people say score the basketball. I don't know what the hell that means. It's just score. You mean yeah. like they, they, yeah. everybody runs with these stupid terms. Another right. one is throw someone open, but man, I actually said it out loud last night because Jones threw Jones open. Jones wasn't open when that, when he, when the ball left his hands right. and then TJ Jones was open. I was like to come back from the fumbles, and then to make that throw, I was just blown away, man. I was like, what a great, yep. and how nice is it that Jones threw a very nice pass like that in the end zone in the corner, right? Yeah, well, listen, Jerry, uh, listen, I, I don't want to st- sound repetitive, but you know, you've seen the tweets from day one. I've been tweeting yeah. this kid's got a soft touch, man. He's got a beautiful touch, especially on the sideline routes. Yeah. You know, and he showed it again last night. You know, now, uh, get, you know, that the interception by Tanny, just getting back to the Russell yeah, play sorry, for a second. Sorry, no, it's all right. No, just getting back to the Russell play. There was two things in that play. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, Sherman said after the game, after the, in the press, he, Sherman says he basically drew that up on the sideline. Okay. Yeah, right. He, he tried to get Reggie White the ball in the end zone. Now, Tanny throws a pass. Tanny didn't look good last night. No, all, he didn't. He didn't look good at all. Right. Um, Tanny throws, throws the interception. And Reggie White, the guy's in front of him. On, the guy got the kid duck on the bass is in front of him, and Reggie White's complaining about the pass. You see him, he puts his hands up like, "Oh God, I was open," something like that. Meanwhile, the defender's right in front of him. I saw that too. The so guy catches Reggie. it, and White's throwing his arms up, and then all you yeah. see is Alonzo Russell take off like a like a missile. Well, what happened was Duck got up because he wasn't touched, and he almost went to the house. It wasn't for Russell; he would have. Yeah. The point I'm making is that he Reggie White Jr. Yeah. You might have just sealed your fate with that stupid move. And, I'm telling you. Kids from Monmouth free, Monmouth free agents cannot do that. <laughs> like, you right. better get up and chase him down, dude. Well, uh, no, Jeffy, just run, just run two yards in front of you and tap him. Right. I understand, was a, you know, he's a kid and all that, but yeah, this is point. the big right. league. Yeah, could have got him when he was on the ground, right. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. He should have tapped yeah. him when he was on the ground. Yeah. I understand that, but, you know, this is the big leagues now, my man. Um. So listen, I, I don't have Reggie White making the squad anyway. I'm just saying that was not a good look for him. Yeah, when I have, Sherman I have tweet, him on the practice squad. When Sherman sees that today, uh, he's not. He's probably going to have a talk with the young man about that. But forget about that. So the kid gets up, duck, and he's running. Looks like he's going to the house. I could not. I talked to Alonzo Russell in the locker room after the game about this. I could not believe the speed on Russell. Yeah, <laughs> tracking him down. So I, I see. Alonzo after the game, I was like, so I was like, so I gotta be honest with you. I didn't think you had that speed, you know. Yeah. He goes, yo, man. He was like, yo, man. He goes, I, I ran track in high school. He goes, I can run when I have to. I said, well, you know what? You're right. Because that was very impressive the way he tracked him down. You know, the uh, hustle. Papa and, and Banks said last night on the broadcast, Chris. Okay. Although Russell 
uh, didn't get a lot of balls last week. The coaching staff pointed out how much he was open. Yes. So they look at it like, look, it's the quarterback's fault. They didn't throw to you. But right. we see, you know, they see that he's open. So, hey, man, he may have a good chance to make the team. Maybe that's he what they're does. seeing. I hope it is. I hope that kid makes it. Jerry, Sherman says something that I found a little interesting last night in the press. I yeah. put this on Twitter a little while ago. He says some young guys on this squad are really impressing. They're really trying to make this team. Um, I think I, I was reading between the lines a little bit with Sean. I'm getting to know Sean pretty good. A lot of the stuff he says. Oh, I, I saw it live. When he sends out messages and all that. Yep. Um, to me, Jerry, he was saying, don't be surprised. You get some veterans are going to get cut. I was team. thinking Russell Shepard. Um, it's I'm, possible. But I, and it's, I don't know if it's him, but when you look at the, 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 the wide receiver landscape on the team, Right. And I know Tate kind of complicates it because they're going to keep an extra guy until he comes back. It would not surprise me if a Russell Shepard guy. I have Russell Shepard making it, but it right. wouldn't surprise me if if wouldn't Alonzo surprise Russell me. made it. Yeah. Nope. It would not and, surprise and, me. And if like Carlock took Stupar's place, but Stupar looks pretty good right now, actually. Yeah, Stupar. They like him on special teams yeah. too, so I don't think Stupar's going anywhere. You know, um, I think Carlock's going to get it. I'm sorry, but I think he's going to get it. Maybe practice squad, but when I. I don't even think about practice squad. I gotta be honest. I'm just thinking know, about 53. Here, yeah. I'm thinking about 53. Yep. You know, so. Um, but Jerry, you're right about Alonzo Russell, and Russell Shepard. Um, they like Russell. He's a big body in that red zone too. Yeah. Um, I could see him making this 53, and then we'll see what happens when Tate comes back. You know what I mean? That'd be nice him man, and- to have all these no, not like not no name, but like you know, these four or five-year veteran receivers who are just hungry to make it, like T.J. Jones and Jerry, Alonzo Russell, Benny Fowler, Cody Latimer. They're all like that four yeah. or five years in. Now, Jerry, um, trying to read between the lines a little bit with Sherman's comment last night, um, Chad Wheeler could be another guy Yep, that could be in trouble. Oh, yeah, he looked bad. Um, he's like, not looking... They like Gates better, you said, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, he's not looking... That good. I, I, I've tweeted this, right? That he's yeah, not yeah. having a good camp. Yep. He really hasn't played well in preseason. I think he's one of those guys that Sherman could be talking about when the young kids are impressing, like a Nick Gates, you know? Not that Nick Gates is dominating, but Nick Gates is no, playing pretty well. Even again, dude, on the broadcast last night, they said Gates can play every position along the line, and the Giants love that. That's what we always said. Sherman loves very, versatility, like Spencer yeah. Pulley. Right. Yep. Uh, very versatile kid. Yep. He could play guard, and they, they have they have had him out of left tackle, right? Yeah. Uh, don't forget, now, as soon as Big George gets out of this concussion protocol, which is hopefully is going to be this week, um, you know, um, we'll see what he gives the last few weeks. I think Wheeler could be one of those guys that could be in trouble, bud. Chris, I, I see George now being uh, IR'd. I hope I'm wrong. But I hope you're wrong, if too. You if you don't come back, that's yep. a classic IR move. Come back yes, next year, uh, work yep. on technique, and then keep Wheeler as the really the, the fourth tackle, I guess. Um, you know what? They have Mihalik in the mix, too. Oh, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how this plays out. You know, Funny, because buddy. We have choices now on our line, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, you know, when you got Gates who could play guard and tackle, that's huge. Yeah. You know, Mihalik, Mihalik and Wheeler, they can't play guard. Yeah. You know? So... We'll see how it plays out. It's going to be an interesting last few weeks. And as far as Big George, you know, somebody told me last night that that concussion was pretty serious. So he might not be back this yeah, week. Yeah, that's why I'm afraid of. Uh... So I could see an IR. Like you said, Jerry, that was a good call. I could see an IR for him, too. Yeah. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, unless we can jump around a little bit on offense. But defensively, one guy right away 
I look at and I say, uh, play him is uh, uh, Ryan Connolly, someone that you've fallen in love with <laughs> since day one. Yeah. Dude, you know, no offense to Tay Davis, but Tay Davis is not Harry Carson. He's not someone that you can just, he's pretty, he's replaceable. If you want to play Ogletree, I get it because you're paying him money. But Ryan Connolly's got to see the field, man. Early on, he made great plays in the back, almost made great plays in the backfield, and the edge wasn't mm-hmm. sealed. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the, the running back ran around. But, dude, when's the last time the Giants had maybe mm-hmm. three draft picks in Baker, mm-hmm. Lawrence, and Connolly, perhaps starting on defense? Yep. And it's a very good possibility that happens. Uh, I know the play you're talking about. And I kept that kid on the Bears kicked it out for like a 15-yard game. Yeah, there were two of them. Connolly shot the gap yep. and just missed them. And I, I don't know. I don't remember who got sealed up on the edge there. Probably Kareem. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say that because I don't know I for know, sure. I know, sorry. <laughs> but, but I know what you're saying. Blame me. <laughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, then the kid kicked it out for like a 15-yard game. But, uh, yeah, Connolly's played well, man. Connolly's played well. I can – Jerry, I could see him next to Ogletree opening game too, yes, man. Yes, I know. I really it's could. like, I mean, <clears throat> what I like about Shermer and Gettleman, I know everybody calls us homers, whatever, I don't care anymore. What I like about Shermer. Well, 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 we can't, well we can't say what we like well, about well, Are, we, positive, are we supposed to be, oh, we hate Sherman Gettleman. We hate Sherman Gettleman. We hate, are we supposed to be like that? I guess. No, we're not. I don't know. But We'll criticize when we criticize. Yeah, we'll right. praise when we have to right. praise. Like, we'll, we'll say. Everybody well, else, who right. gives a shit with these? <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're PG today, baby. <laughs> By the way, how much more fun is this when they win? I know it's preseason, but like last year, we were on—I was on suicide watch for half of these podcasts. Yeah, well, we'll kick it up September eighth, but I know I'm just saying it, it's way more fun. <laughs> but than it is win. better than losing. Oh yeah, my god, it's better than losing. But um, what was I saying? Oh, you know, I, one thing I like about Sherman and Gettleman is they're not afraid to play young guys, and and you know what, dude. The, the the what people forget is Coughlin only played them when there were injuries. Like when when he when they had when Reese would bring in his draft picks, you were like, all right, maybe the first rounder starts, but the rest of them they're just gonna sit. Mm-hmm. The only time Coughlin played guys, like remember Steve Smith, he only played because I forget who was hurt that year at wide receiver. Like Coughlin didn't play young guys until there were unless there were injuries. Shermer's like, hey, I don't care if the rookie's better. He's if the if the rookie's a rookie. If he's better, he's playing. So I just I like that aspect of these guys, man. They're I they're not it. afraid to play those draft picks. I love it, man. How many times have we used to go back and forth with Coughlin? My God, could you give this young kid a shot? Could right. you get him in there? Of course, we stink anyway. What you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, right. what's on. the point? We stink. Play the kid. Yeah. Um, on the defensive side, uh, I thought B.J. Hill was active. He seemed to be flying around. He got yeah, more he snaps last night. Yeah. He must have heard uh, me saying uh, B.J. Hill doesn't look that great. <laughs> uh, I thought you know Thomason. I like to see him. A little bit more out of him. He's been pretty quiet the first two games. Yeah. Excuse me, um, uh, Dexter Lawrence. He's been pretty quiet uh, the first I, two games. Okay, I, I thought Tomlinson was okay. And Tomlinson's been all right. Yeah, you know, I, I'm concerned about the run defense, Jerry. I really am. You know, um, yeah, maybe Connolly uh, not take Harrison for granted, but we, you know, he was very good at it, Damon Harrison, and now you don't have it, and it's like okay, yeah, well, so Jerry, forget about very good. He's probably he's probably like the best, best yeah. at it. Yep. You know. Yeah. So that's huge. You know, obviously you can't talk about him. He's long gone. Um, maybe Connolly, if he gets the start, maybe he improves that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't forget, you're going to be scheming a lot too against Dallas. You know, you're going to have Jabril Peppers up in that box a lot, you know. Uh, Antoine Pathé will be up in that box. They'll be switching on and off. And we'll see, you know, um, the, run, the run defense, although they played pretty decent last night, it does concern me, you know, a little bit. The, the pass um, rush I thought was Hill was little, good. The pass rush I thought was a little better. 
Uh, How about Lorenzo, the X-Men? But uh, Lorenzo Carter aggravated me with the uh, with the uh, personal foul. That was dumb. But right. then he calls the holding penalty with a great undercut move where I, I was yep. like, oh, my God, this is this yep. is what we want with him. This kid yep. can be good. You've been calling it saying this kid's going to be a breakout star. But, yeah, great to see the X-Men get a sack, huh? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, the X- Listen, this kid's got a ton of talent, Jerry, a ton of talent. He's just got to define his skills, you know, but – uh, I was glad to see Mark. Look, I just put this on Twitter a little while ago too. I was glad to see Marcus Golden. Yes, got a sack. Get that sack. All right. And now before, you know, I know people are going to be like, "Well, Chris, you know, it was a second string, third string tight end." Okay, I understand that. I understand that. Guys, we had but we the, had Ingram, Barkley, and and Sterling Shepard on the side. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the overall play. I'm just talking about the no, one I play know, by but Golden. I'm tired of hearing it. That's all. Anyway. Is, well, it's reality, Jerry. He went and gets a second or third string tight end, whatever it is, and he beat right. him for the sack. Okay, now, I understand that, but the point I was making yes. was that Golden showed that burst that yeah. he had a couple of years ago. Yeah, he did. Okay, he's got the low center of gravity a little bit, Marcus, and he gets that shoulder down, shows he showed the burst, and I was ha- – and this is – you understand, everybody, that this is what he should be doing to a second or third string. I don't know what exactly what he is in a depth chart on a Bears, that kid. But this is what he should be doing. And I was right. It would bother me, Jerry, if that 85 guy on the Bears, that tight end, was wiping Golden out. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So I was happy to see Golden get in there and kind of blow him up a little bit and get that sack. It was a positive sign. That's all I'm saying. It's a positive sign. Yeah. You know, so. I was thinking about that last night with the with the first and second stringers and you know Dallas week one say Dallas gets the ball and and everything works out with Zeke and everybody's back that first drive could be eye opening for some of these young guys on defense like holy crap man these this is real now like Zeke Elliott's a, I hate him but he's a tremendous talent that line is so good in Dallas Dak Prescott is what he is Amari Cooper's good Jason Witten's back the ultimate giant killer like you wonder if all those guys are healthy and playing if mm-hmm. it's almost something like uh causes a little shell shock for this uh young defense where they say oh wow it's you know yeah. game on now you know yeah and i expected to jerry yeah i expect them to struggle a little bit because they're kids yeah you know this isn't preseason now when you you know that once that kickoff goes to september 8th it's a whole different ball game and i yeah. expect them to sh- jerry you have to expect them to struggle at times yeah no, and won't. get better and get better as the games go along but like you said jerry when that ball's kicked off and the Cowboys start that first drive on their 25 for just argument's sake. And Zeke's in that backfield if he comes back, you know. Yeah. And you got guys like, you know, Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb and Wittens and all those guys. Yeah. And these kids are going to be like, holy crap, it's yeah, for real. It's real now, man. And we'll see what they're made of. And I expect them to pl- play well, Jerry. But they're going to have mistakes. It's going to – DeAndre Bakers are going to get beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's uh, why it's more fun, though, because it's, it's they're going to get beat because of inexperience, not because of talent. They're going to get beat because of schemes. And I don't know, man. I'm okay with it. Like, I, even like when, when Jones fumbled twice last night, I didn't get mad. I just said, well, he's young. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's a different team yeah. now, man. Yeah. Listen, Jerry, it, it's going to happen, okay? Um, the But you're going to have to see how they respond and if they keep improving, right? Or, Jerry, or they play really well out of the gate. And now you say to yourself, holy crap, we, our secretary, we're on to something here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see, bud. Time will tell. You know, time will tell. I expect them to struggle at times. No question about it. You know, when these kids up front, well, Hill, Hill and Thomason know what they're going against with Dallas. You know, when you see, you know, Dexter Lawrence gets in there 
against that mammoth offensive line. No, they got Travis Frederick back now, Dallas, you know? Yeah. So that's a real good line. That's a real good run-blocking line. Not so much pass-blocking line, but run-blocking line, that's a real good run-block. And so they're going to they're gonna be like, Dexter Lawrence is going to be like, holy crap, this isn't, you know, this isn't Auburn, you know, this isn't North Carolina State. These guys are good here, you know, so. So, Chris, I was stealing your mojo a little bit last night talking to my father-in-law. He's like, oh, this team looks pretty good. I go, Dad, um, really, they're really looking towards 2020, right? Because they'll have a lot of right. money, a lot of draft picks. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I was, I was, at, you know, I was basically using your line. Right. I, I was using right. it as my own. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was just, I was being Chris Busy now. I was like, well, listen, here's really what Did you say listen? Did I you did. Listen? I, said, I said listen. Okay. I said, actually, I said, can I say something? So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just keep thinking about this. Ballantyne, you know, who's not going to start, but will be probably, like you said, the third corner on this team. Connolly, uh, fifth round. Ballantyne, sixth. Um, uh, the X-Man, uh, Old Dominion, right? Like, deep draft picks and guys from schools that, I'm not talking about Connolly, but like <laughs> Washburn, Old Dominion. I mean, Talk about scouts doing their job and, and Gettleman pulling the trigger. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, dude. I, I can't help myself when I watch this now. And I know they're going to struggle early, but. No, that's that's, that's okay. Sean O'Hara. Yeah. I'm not calling him buffoon of the week because I bought into his 10 and 6. <laughs> he's sitting there going. No. He's like, he's like, win, win. He's like, loss. Win, win, win. Loss, loss. Win, win, win. Loss. And he's just going down. He's like, they're going to beat the Eagles last game of the season. Playoffs, here we come. I'm like, ah, oh, Sean, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Speaking of Sean O'Hara, funny line last night. I'm next to him on the food line and talking to him a little bit. And somebody somebody goes, hey, Sean, that was pretty funny on Twitter about, you know, how, how, how you stay trim. And it looks like, you know, this and that. And O'Hara goes, yeah, it's amazing what crystal meth could do. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> he like stunned everybody with that. Everybody started cracking up. And he goes, he goes like this. He goes, I'm only kidding, guys. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, by the way, uh, second week in a row, we gave away uh, preseason tickets. And that's No, get... you gave them away, buddy. That's so nice of you, man. Well, that, that's all you, brother. Yeah. I, I, and we'll are you it. giving away regular season tickets? We'll what do are you some, doing here? I, I probably will give some games away. Yeah. Nice. But it's going to be, guys, you got to listen to the podcast. They're going to get harder. Not like what food did Jerry stuff his face with? They're not going to be all easy like that. Well, you know what, Jerry? In all, in all fairness to you. Yeah. I thought it was a good question. You see who the hell's listening, right? Oh, the, the, the 10 responses. <laughs> chicken, 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 chicken. Someone wrote yeah. a gobble ghoul or something. I started laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he lost out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how are you gonna do this, buddy? You know, these are your tickets and stuff. This is your this is your show. How are you gonna do this in the regular season? Uh I'll decide that week what I'm doing. I there's right guys, so the reason is there's writing weeks and um I, I have to I can't go to a game and then you know come home and write. Um or I'll go in the, the, the press box and write or whatever. So there's weeks where I have to write and that there's weeks where, so those weeks I'll probably give the tickets away. Um, you know, and they, I, and, and to be honest, I may sell some to friends, but, um, for the most part, not for the most part, I would say about half the tickets I'll probably give away this year. Nice. That's very generous. You've got you, to be, you know, it's you gotta be tough. These are regular season games, but this has gotta be tough questions. Right, and you can't create your Twitter <laughs> account yesterday and be a Giants fan. Like I, I'm going to be particular with who, who gets them. You can't be an Eagle fan going or Dallas. Wellington Mauer would spin in his grave if I did that. So uh, there's with great power comes great responsibility, man. Right. (laughs) You got to be a Giants fan and you don't have to be um, you you don't have to be you could be a first time listener. I don't care. 
but I have to look at who, what the account is and say, all right, um, this is a legitimate Giants fan. I see their tweets. So right. I guess it's better for you guys to be active on Twitter, uh, pro Giants, so I can uh, do this. So anyway, well, yeah, I saw, man, it's unless, fun. It's fun. Unless, uh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. About, unless I read Twitter wrong this morning, the person who got the tickets for last night game really enjoyed themselves. Yeah, he sent a, a tweet. I think it was last night. I guess I forget. His name escapes me. Um, but yeah, man, it was uh, two weeks in a row. It's funny how fast the the answers come back. It's like if I'm if I'm answering that question and I don't get it in within a second, I, I'd be pissed because people are like two, three, four seconds later and they lost because someone just saw it right away, got the right answer and sent it. So um, and forgive me with the timeline. I got to give it a little bit because sometimes the t- nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious, ultra-low-net-carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Timeline shows up that someone answered before the other, then people are saying, no, 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 this guy answered first. So, um, you know, anyway, we'll, we'll figure all that out as the season goes on. But fun stuff, man. I love doing that stuff. And, and Giant fans are the best. Ah, so uh, you guys deserve it, man. Uh, it's very, thank, you, thank you for listening and all that. That's very nice of you, bud. It's very nice what you're doing. And I, I think the followers really enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean, what other, what other, what other Twitter account that, that has a press pass does this, buddy, right? Come on. Well, it's very nice of you, but <laughs> I, I tell you what, man, it's going to be the competition is going to be hot and heavy once the once you give away the first regular season game. You yeah, know? yeah, yep. So the so. the first week is the, uh, the 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 first game is the Bills game. I, I have to write that week. So there you I, go. Somebody's going to have an opportunity. Uh, so probably that'll be one where we'll uh, we'll put out there. But um, tons was of- was one of your original crew, one of your friends there? Uh, did he put something on Twitter from North Carolina? He sent a text. Was he in North Carolina? He was in North Carolina wearing his Buffoon Crew shirt representing Dan, oh. Dan Vassell. Yes. Well, what the hell is he Dan doing Vassell in North Carolina doing Giant Game? Well, he was watching it down there. He was on vacation with his family. Oh, yeah, uh, nice. We don't want to hear that. Are we on vacation, me and you? <laughs> no, no. We're always All right. So, you know, when, once football starts, the vacations are over, no? <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Yes. All right. So, I'm not happy with your boy there. Well, Dan Vassell of, uh, of Golf Galaxy, who will be... Um, well, I hope he I hope he hooks you up with a few. Yeah, and I'll be working with you with your with your golf swing. Uh, my golf swing's down, bud. I'm I know, driving. But you need a you need a, a new set. Is that what they call? I do need. I got a set, but I might need a new one sooner. Yeah. So you know, I mean, the guys in North Carolina you know, barely interested in the Giants preseason. Not happy with him at all. No, at very, all. He was watching the whole time. All right, all right. If you if you if you let him slide, I'll let him slide. I, I he's a he, he's a guy who had a, a Giants tailgate for his wedding. Um, not his reception. His. Um, uh, the night before, what the hell is that? Uh, the rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal he had a dinner, tailgate yeah. and it was Giants themed. And he had a Giants okay. cake at his wedding, a helmet cake. And it played, they, they rolled it out and played Hell's Bells. All right. So, all right. I'll let him slide for now. I wasn't yeah, happy with that tweet. Pretty but, big all fan. Right. And he'll give you a good deal on clubs. Again, Golf Galaxy, not an official sponsor, but Dan's a good dude. So, All right, dude. We have a ton of questions. Real quick, let me just give a shout out again to the media captain and thank him for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of The Media Captain is a big-time Giants fan, Jason Parks, and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's The Media Captain. So I put it out this morning. Um, 
so, I was so psyched to do this podcast. It's uh, uh, and we got a ton of questions already. So uh, let's get right to it. Oh, funny, Jim Vassell, who's actually Dan's cousin. Who? M- I mean, guarantee Jim was home watching the game. Jim probably was home watching. <laughs> He's buffoon crew too. Uh, even if this doesn't make the podcast, ah, Jim, you'll always make it, pal. What are your thoughts right now on TJ Jones making the final 53? Very good chance. Yeah. I think TJ Jones has earned the spot, especially with Tate. Um, you know, not going to be there the first four weeks. I think TJ Jones has earned a spot on his team. You know, it's funny, Chris. I it's thought not he- as a, excuse me, Jerry. It's not going to be as a punt returner. Just I can was going to say that. I thought that's why he would, but he stinks at it. He's a no, way he- better receiver. Yeah, no. Listen, he he's listen. He's been around this league for four years now, so he you know he knows what he's doing out there. Uh, uh, like Sherman brought that out last night too about you know there's some veteran receivers on his team. They know what they're doing out there. That's a big big difference between that and a guy who doesn't know how to run a route. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I think T.J. Jones uh, he had a touchdown last night, right? Again. He did. Yeah, that was the uh, one that Jones threw, threw yeah. him open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's played well in practices. He's ca- he's basically caught everything thrown at him. I think he's earned a spot in his roster. Yeah, I do. MLJ at VRafa1604. First of all, love this podcast. Thanks, buddy. My question to Jerry. He's got a question for each of us. My question to Jerry, which position of our D was staffed better last year? Uh, I said it already, bud. Uh, the, runs, the run defense because of Damon Harrison. That's the one thing. I think everything else has actually improved. Because Vernon was a better pass rusher, but he never played. The secondary was awful last year. I think the run defense was staffed better because of Harrison. To Chris, which position of our offense was better staffed last year? All the best from Hamburg, Germany. Thanks, pal. Which What position of our offense was better last year? Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, you know, I know people don't want to hear this, but obviously yeah. they, they had a dynamic receiver in Odell Beckham. Yeah. So obviously that was better last year. I mean, I, you, you can't get, you can't, you know, you can't beat around that, Jerry. You know what I mean? He did play. I know, I know he missed four games, but no, he agree. still had a thousand right. yards. Hundred percent. Still right. had a thousand yards, like six touchdowns, whatever it was. So missing Odell is 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 big. It's, it's a dynamic player. The real Frank the Tank, who was the one dark horse you are pulling for? I'm thinking guys mm-hmm. like Conrad, Alonzo Russell, Jake Carlock, or someone else you think should be on the roster but might have a hard time making it. Thanks, guys. Who's your guy, Chris? Who are you? If you could pick one guy to make this team, who do you pick? A dark horse? Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I'm going to go to Alonzo Russell right now. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. I uh, Alonzo Russell and Nick Gates yeah. are kind of like dark horses that might make it. Yeah, I'm going to go Sean Chandler. Um, you know, he was active last night towards the end of the game, and last year he made it. But he's in for a tough one this year because of so many uh, talented guys in the defensive backfield. And, and there's a log jam, especially with Julian Love being kind of, I think he's going to be listed as safety. Um, but I really hope Sean Chandler makes his team. He's a good kid, works his butt off. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my guy. But since, uh, yeah, all right. all right. You label him as a dark horse, though? Yeah, because I don't think he's going to make. He's senior. behind the eight, he's behind numbers wise a little bit, right? Yeah, because yeah. well, because you have gotcha. you have Peppers, gotcha. Bethea, and Love, and Mike mm. Thomas. Yeah, I got you. I, I understand where you're coming there's from. There's four yep. safeties. Okay. Like which guy? Yeah, they're all making it. Yeah, he could be in trouble, man. He could be in trouble. That's the problem. So, uh, oh, sorry about that, folks. Oh, that's uh, is that Shermer? No, <laughs> no, he's getting ready. No, it's uh, Gettleman. It's Gettleman. It's Banks. Yeah. Dave, hold on. Uh, we'll talk about the adjustments later. <laughs> GPA 15 at GIFAN1156. Oh, loyal follower. 
have you guys tried <laughs> crow tartar over DJ? Nah, it's funny. No, we haven't, but we're ready to eat crow. Thank you. Uh, James at Lucky Devil 713. Dexter Lawrence has been pretty quiet in the preseason games. Cause for concern. Mm. Good question. You just brought that up, Chris. No, I'm not concerned. Um, I like to see, you know, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more, but no, I'm not concerned about Dexter Lawrence yet. Larry at Messier 694. Great name. Isn't it refreshing that we have an advantage at kicker? The last two games bear that out. Rosas will be <laughs> the GOAT. Okay. At least for the regular season. Love the podcast. Thanks, Larry. <clears throat> I said it last night, man. What a, I love that he's like practically automatic. I mean, he blasts the ball on kickoffs. He hits the ball right down the center on, on field goals for the most part. I don't remember the last time we had such an automatic kicker. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after last season, man, you got to feel pretty confident with him, right? Yep. Even last night, that was a design. When he, when he kicked, when he had the one kickoff, I think, to like the six-yard line. Yeah. That was designed. Yeah, no, you could that tell. Wasn't like, yeah. yeah, that wasn't like, you know, he was, you know, all of a sudden, you know, he came up short in that. No, that was designed. Good question from Javier Burgos. These guys love the Eli questions, and we'll keep answering them because they're out, they're out there. If Eli is having a career year and the offense is averaging 36 points a game, but the defense is basically giving up 40, and the team is 3-8, and eight, do you believe they'll pull Eli? What do you think they should do? I'm an Eli supporter, but this scenario has me thinking, hashtag buffoon crew. If Eli's playing well, I don't know, man. Uh, Chris, that's, that's, you, you give that one a shot. I have no clue. If Eli's playing well and at 3-8? The eight? defense is, like, terrible. Would they pull Eli and play Jones? Yeah, question. I think they will. Yes, yeah. I think they will. Like around three and eight, four and nine, something like that. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah. When they're limited, they're basically done. Obviously, they're not going to make the playoffs. I think Jones will get in there. Yes. Yeah. Texas Wine Lover at TX Wine Lover. Now that the Giants are back to being a total team working together instead of focusing on some individuals, when do you expect a slogan like All In being developed to further bring the team together? Hashtag buffoon crew. I, I don't know. If, is there any slogans this year? Well, they, they had one. Yeah. yeah. They had one in training camp. Uh, in training camp. Um, yeah, I forget what it was, though. Ball or something. Ball, I ball. What it is. That's right. Yeah. I know Mike Thomas has been wearing it. Guys wear it around the locker room and stuff. So it is kind of a slogan going on. Yeah. Yep. And now it's uh, what, Chris? Danny Dimes, huh? I see that's all over Twitter, yeah. huh? I, I, I called first down Danny Dimes. So it's a fun name. I don't care. Uh, McConkey's Towel. Another great Twitter account, Twitter name. Let's keep it simple, man. Smith or Perkins? Does Goodson get cut? Who are the backup O-linemans? Make the magic happen. All right, one at a time. Uh, who makes the team, Chris? Paul Perkins or Rod Smith? Uh, if you had to ask me right now, I'll, I'll go with Rod Smith. And the guy I had, the guy I had launched. You think he makes it? Um, it's tough because they both played well at times last night. I thought Smith played a little bit better. Perkins, I thought played better at times. I uh, played well at times. Excuse me. Played well at times. Um, Rod Smith seems to have a little better vision okay. than Perkins. Uh, so if you had to ask you right now, I think it would be Rod Smith. Uh, the Perkins Imagine screen- that. And I had him launch two weeks ago. Yeah. Perkins screen pass, the screen reception where he made yeah. a guy miss. Yeah. I think that's what they like. I don't know if Rod yeah. Smith is that guy. So I'm no, uh, Yeah, Jerry, I agree with you, man. Then you see that and it's like – Wow. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know what, Jerry? Let me go back. I think it's still even with those two. They still have to play that out. Does does Goodson get cut? Uh, I believe he is. Yeah, me too. I agree. And then who are the backup O-linemen? Yeah, we talked about it before. We We don't know if Chad was there. 
Should the Giants file a patent for Danny Dimes? Pretty funny. Hashtag with crew. Curtis Taylor. Seems like at least four wide receiver spots are set with Tate, Shep, Latimer, Slayton. After that, a log jam of average talent. But I like them all. These guys are tough. Who you got? The AMN talked about it. So we have Tate. But because of Tate's four-game suspension, you know what? We'll, we'll do the final 53 in a couple of weeks, guys. Um, and then yep. we'll go through everybody, Curtis. So we'll, we'll hit, obviously, the wide receivers when we do that. Here's a good question, and I asked you this one offline, I think, Chris. Okay. Is there a chance that Ogletree and Goodson both could be in danger of being cut? From Dog, from Doc Bullfrog 666. Jerry, I do not see that. Okay. I do not see Ogletree. Now, would it shock me? No. No. Right. But I don't see Ogletree getting cut. But Goodson, yeah, we've talked about it. I do think he might get it. Um, But not Ogletree. Not Ogletree. Kyle Johnson at Kyle Johnson 3. Who were you most impressed with on the defensive side of the ball last night and the offensive side of the ball that are trying to make the roster, Chris? Um, that are trying to make the roster. Yeah. Oh. So I think one you said. Well, a lot obviously, Connolly is one of them. I mean, you know, yeah. he, he don't forget. He's still trying to make the roster, right? Yeah. I, and the other ones, I guess, Alonzo Russell, no? Uh, Alonzo Russell? I thought, yeah. Yeah. You know, TJ Jones? He's still trying to make the roster, you know? So those two guys, I think, helped themselves. I, Alonzo Russell also had a strip, Jerry, on a punt. Don't forget last night. He fought, he had a forced fumble, too. He last did. Night. It was a great play, and he yeah. tried to get yeah. up to get it. Yeah. Uh, he had a forced fumble last night, too. So um, on defense, besides, you know, obviously Connolly is trying to make this roster. Um, so I, obviously he helped himself. I think he's pretty safe now. Yeah. Um, you know, even Chandler, look, like we just talked about Chandler. Chandler played pretty well. I know. Um. Yeah, that's about it. I, I can't think of really anybody else, Jerry. Yep. Frank Seattle asked two questions. Can't do that, buddy. We'll we'll take one, pal. Let me know what you think of this analogy. Ballantyne usurping the more heralded Sam Beal the way Morris usurped Wolfhawk back in the day. Hashtag too soon. Hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag not a relative. I like it. Yeah, I mean, Morris was a second-round pick, and Wolfhawk was, uh, I think, one in 82. Morris was a second-round pick in 82, if I believe, if I remember. Um, yeah, I yeah, Ballantyne's ahead of Beal right now, right, Chris? It's not even close. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, because of Beal's injury. Right. You know, I, so I can't – I hate to say that because Beal's been out like – this is like the third week now, going into his third week. So, you know, because of his injury, he's behind, you know. So if they were both healthy and then Ballantyne was playing better and he jumped them, then I would say, yeah, okay, you could use that scenario. But can't really use that right now because Beal's been hurt. Uh, in fact, stays on the subject. Christian Herrera <clears throat> at CJ Herrera 06. Is there any update on Sam Beal's injury? Nope. He's still out with the hamstring. Unbelievable. He was stretched a little bit on the side towards the end, uh, last week, you know, off to the side doing some exercises, but not expected back yet. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, they practice tomorrow on Monday and uh, before getting ready for the Bengal game. So we'll see. Not expected back. Bruce Walton at Bruce Walton too. If twenty six plays at another, another at another Pro Bowl level this year, and mm. avoids injury, what do you guys think of locking him up early with an extension since they have the cap space next year? Just want to avoid a contract mess and buy us some couple more years yeah. of the cap. I, I, that's a yeah. that's a little early. Yeah, way too early. It's only his second year. He's got five year deal. But Bruce Saquon, if he's healthy, is going to be priority number one for the entire franchise, short of Daniel Jones becoming. The man, um, Saquon, 
is tied to get to, to Gettleman's legacy as much as Jones because he passed over uh, quarterbacks to take him. And uh, yeah, yeah, so he is going to be a priority. Don't worry about it, pal. Yeah, just give him a couple of years. That's all. They'll, they'll take care of him. Joey Lofaro, this playing preseason games against teams you face in the regular season thing is insane. I agree with that. But that aside, how much impact do you think winning like this in the preseason will help young core's confidence? Hashtag buffoon crew. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. So how much, how much do you think this helps the, helps the young guys, Chris? I think it helps. It definitely helps. No question it helps. You know, uh, nobody's going to get fooled by anything by saying, oh, look, we're dominating the Bears or whatever. But it definitely helps. You know, winning breeds confidence. And it definitely helps the young kids. Effie Gorodetzer. Wow, what a name. Who is going to end up starting at wide receiver for the first four games across from Sterling Shepard? Good question. Uh, Latterman Fowler. Yeah. Um, if they only have two wide and Shep's one, who's the oh, other? Oh, going to be Latimer. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, TC Wellington at Wellington Giant. If we cut Lawletta, do you think we practice squad him or is he getting launched? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think he gets practice squatted. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, Jerry. I think somebody takes a fly on him and, and, and signs him. Yeah, someone... Um, I don't think he'll make it to the practice score if the Giants have that in mind, you know? I don't know the rules, I for, and i got to look this up about practice putting someone on a practice squad who's been on an active roster. I think you can do it for one year, but I don't know about – like, you can't put a 10-year veteran on the practice squad, I don't think. So I just wonder what year it is where you can stop doing that. I have to look that up. Yeah, that's, that, those practice squad, well, you could do it two years in a row, and if you only – you know, if you played less than six games, you could do it for the third. I don't know, it, it's very complicated. It's – I was trying to read it last night. I was like, oh, God, I gave up on it. Irish NFL Podcast. What's up, buddy, at Irish NFL Pod? With the additional picks we have in next year's draft, do you think we should try to make a move for Clowney? <laughs> uh, well, you're going to have to give up what? High draft picks. You're not giving up a couple of threes, right? Yeah. It's going to be your number one, bud. So then, no, uh, no, I don't want to do that. I never really don't. I want him. I would want him as a free agent, not as a, uh, not not to uh, not trading for him. <clears throat> That's just the way it is. Yep. Mm, let's see. Oh, Logan Downing. Will there be a hashtag buffoon crew tailgate for the opener in Dallas? Uh, I don't think we're going out there. Would love to, Logan, but probably not. That's another thing we got to do this year. Um, for one of the games I uh, I go to, uh, again on a non-writing week, I'll, I'll we'll do a buffoon crew thing in the parking lot. See how many people we can meet. That'd be awesome. I don't. It's not going to be the Bills game, but it will be uh, earlier, earlier in the year. So, Jonathan Covary, any concerns about a drop problem, especially on special teams? Hashtag buffoon crew. Yeah, it just seems like every time they go back for a punt, there's always an issue. I don't know, man, Chris. Who who do you? When the season starts, who's going to return punts for this team? Yeah. Uh, you're going to see a little Peppers. Uh, when Tate comes back, you'll see a little Tate. You know, uh, it's still being worked out, man. I mean, TJ Jones has been given a shot, but I'm pretty sure Sherman doesn't feel confident with him back there. You know, Darius Slayton's been working on punt returns this week. Expect to see him Thursday night, by the way, Jerry. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I, I was uh... – uh, you asked that question last week to Shermer. I was bummed to not see him last night. I was bummed when I saw when it came out that he wasn't playing. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was a little. I, I was hoping he would get out there. I was not surprised he didn't. Figured they would give him one more game to make sure that hamstring is 
fully healed, you know. But uh, I expect them Thursday night, barring any setbacks, you know. Neil K at the Giant Hammy. Oh, good question. I'm going to give you my John McKay response from the, the old coach of the Bucks. What were your thoughts on the pass rush? I'm all for it. <laughs> That's my answer. Uh, it's okay. They're not not nearly where I would want it to be. I don't know about you, Chris. Yep, he's a lot of work, bud. Very concerning. Very concerning. So, I'm hoping Jerry the Bengals go with their ones. And you can see your old friend Bobby Hart and John Jerry, you know, all your little buddies there, bud. Doesn't oh, I? Oh man, yeah, should be fun. Um, but I'm hoping the Bengals go with their ones. Usually, the third preseason game. You know, teams play their ones until halftime, you know? Yeah. Uh, or the end of the second quarter, near anyway, near halftime, whatever. Yep. Um, so I like to see, you know, the starting day against the starting offensive line and the Bengals and all that. So we'll see. Uh, last night caught me by surprise. Although when I got to this, before I got to the stadium, I read that Nagy had like a 60-play scrimmage or something where he played his starters in practice. And I said, uh-oh, that's not good. You know, sure enough, he sat everybody down. So hopefully the Bengals do play everybody. Chris, I'll let you run with this one because I know you have an opinion on this one too. Manti Python at Angry New York Fan. What do you miss most about Giant Stadium? And what's the worst thing about MetLife? Hmm. Oh, the, oh, the, uh, the upper tier. Yeah. The old stadium, the upper deck, it came around where you felt you were closer to the field. Right. One billion percent correct. Right. Uh, MetLife, it's built away yeah, from the far. stadium. And number two, um, there was an elevator in the old stadium. It went from, as soon as you walk through the gate, right up to the upper deck. The back. escalator, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jerry. Thank yep. you. Uh, the escalator yep. went right up to the upper deck. In this stadium, you have to take an escalator to one section, walk down another section, take an escalator. I mean, it's really uh, just. Yeah, I used to see that lower tier, upper tier sign. I actually have one of those in my garage, one of the four lower tier signs that sits up on my wall in the garage. I got it from Steiner Sports. Cool. <laughs> cool no <laughs> all right uh let's see kirby at curbs no question just keep doing what you guys are doing thanks man really appreciate that that's awesome john osler at john oz 21 who are you more eagle to be i'm sorry Ooh, see that they're on my mind who are you more eagle oh, they are on my mind 24 7 who are you more eager to see play in the bengal game beal or darius slayton Hashtag buffoon crew. Um, who am I more eager? Probably Darius Slayton. Because he's going to play, actually, right? I mean, is Beal, does Beal have a shot at playing? I, I, Jerry, I cannot imagine Beal playing. No. Right, right. No. No. Well, I think, they, I think the dude means that they were both healthy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've imagined he meant. Um, I would probably say Darius Slayton. Yeah, because like you said, man, you keep talking about it. He can take the top off the defense. He runs like a 4-3. So, yeah. Uh, Southside's finest at two forget us. Is Lorenzo Carter too much of a liability in the run game to be a three-down linebacker? What are your thoughts on that, Chris? Nope, nope, nope. He's going to prove in that. He's a three-down guy. Yeah, Steve twenty-seven. Good question. If Danny Dimes is good now, how good will he be when Saquon, Shep, Tate, and Ingram get on the field with him? I'll hang up and listen. Oh, he can also say how good will he be when the first-team defenses go against him. So. I think all that will cancel each other out, but I do think with the talent they have on offense, I think he's going to be a good quarterback, man. You know, Chris, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you texted me last night, and I couldn't agree more when you said the future's in good hands. I, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I feel. Uh, I feel the future's in good hands of the Jones kid. And if you 
you know, you could you could bring out the old, you know, oh, he's going against second string. Oh, no, no. I, that's we know that, but you could just see his presence. It looks like the future is in very good hands with this kid. Yeah, I'm I'm eating crow with a spoon, buddy. I'm fine with it. So am I, bud. So am I. I wasn't saying, oh, I'm glad we drafted this kid at six. You know that. Yeah. What did we say? As long as we don't. Somebody, a friend of mine said he went back and listened to an old podcast. He goes, I just listened to one where you both said, I'm okay with whoever they take as long as it's not Jones at six. And I fully admit it. Uh, we're not backing away from that, Jerry. No, but it was funny. I mean, I was a walker duel like Clint Eastwood in the bridges of Madison County in a rainstorm like a buffoon. <laughs> But we're not bagging out. We we both said it, but we also both said we'd be more than happy to have it thrown in our face, right? Yeah. So I hope it does. Yeah. That's funny you said that. The bridges of Madison County. Why? Why is it funny? Because it's like um, you're not, you're not an Eastwood fan, or no? All those dramatic, all those dramatic movies in the rain, like A Few Good Men, when Tom Cruise yells, "I'm going to put Jessup's on the stand." Like that was me. like we just drafted Daniel Jones. Like I was just I wanted to ah, anyway. Funny how it all turned out. Bill Up DeGraff at Bill Up DeGraff. So no, I had no idea where you're going with that one, but yeah. No, it's just it was almost like a dramatic movie, like you said. Like it was anyway. It was just a guy walking through the rain, but if you want to put Gene Kelly in uh <laughs> you want to put Gene Kelly in uh, whatever the hell that movie was. Go ahead. Singing in the rain. So if Remmers is good this Sing season, right. then what is the plan? With tackles at a premium around the league, could the Giants have to compete against a lot of other teams in free agency and overpay mega dollars next year? No, I I think they're going to draft a right tackle early in next year's draft, I think. I, I, yeah, he's I going to keep building up the line. And if Gates turns out to be good, then Gates will be a right tackle and we'll draft him uh, center maybe. I don't know. But I, no, they're not going to overpay Remmers. No, no, no way. No. I tell you what, I like the way Remmers looks, though. He's playing pretty well. I'm glad to see that. Um, but we'll see, you know, first game on. But I, I'm with you, Jerry. I expect like a, a – you know, a big tackle going number one next year, you know? Yeah. Uh, don't forget, Solder's still got a few years left. So, uh, you know, you, whoever they draft, you know, either sits behind Remis. We'll, we'll, we'll worry about that next offseason. We'll see what happens with Remis. We'll see if he even holds up Remis, you know? Yeah, two more questions. One, um, we, we, we'll, we'll play along. Landon Hutchins, uh, Shepard, Tate, Latimer, Fowler, Slayton. That's five. Who's the next one? Fill in the blank. Or does Slayton even make it? Yeah, Slayton's making the team. Um, I would say Jones six, and then if they keep another, uh, it's gonna be Russell Shepard or Alonzo Russell. Um, so we kind of uh, addressed that one already. Jesse at here for the hate this is the last question. Uh, Smith or Perkins? We we talked about that. Why does it seem that C.J. Conrad is on the block? I don't know what that means. Trading block or cutting t- block? Cutting block. Well, I don't know. He hasn't been too impressive the last few weeks. I mean, even in practice, he's dropping balls. Um, Dickerson had a nice touchdown last night, huh? Yeah, Dickerson is Dickerson's had a nice little camp, and he's played pretty well in these preseason games. Uh, Conrad's kind of faded a little bit, um, so we'll see. We'll see what that plays out. But right now, Dickerson's you know he's trying to grab hold of that fourth tight end spot. You know. By the way, I, you know, yeah. I, I I I knew that there were some some guys from Jersey. But this team is loaded with guys who either went to Bergen Catholic, Don Bosco, from Galloway Township, from, you know, Northburg, and this guy, Monmouth College, Rutgers. Like, holy cow, there's a load of New Jersey guys on this team last night. I think it's pretty cool that they're giving these guys some, some shots. Yeah, all right. As long as they could play, who cares where they're from? I know, Staten Island. My bad. I'm sorry. Jersey. Uh, you know, who cares? Could they play football? I don't care if they're from, from uh, Ireland. 
<laughs> Could they play football? Uh, Irish podcast. Oh, my God. Well, I think it's nice. I think it's Yeah, cool. it's real nice, but we want to win games. <laughs> All right. What else do you got, buddy, on this Saturday morning? Dude, I'm psyched still, baby. I love that we're talking about a win. I don't care if it's All right. Calm me. down, buffoon boy. All right. All right. No, nah, that's good. Be excited. A lot of young talent, but um, don't get too excited. I got to calm you down once in a while. <laughs> I know because I'm I'm up and down, and then I, like a week from now I'll be on. Uh, yeah, if the Bengals whip up on them Thursday night, you go back, Chris. We're in big trouble. Yeah, I, that's my life. That's how it is. Good job, buddy. As always, man. This is so yeah. much fun, All right, Chris. All right, bud. I good. Don't say this, I don't say this to many other men, but I love you, buddy. Good stuff, pal. Thank you, bud. Um, all right, everybody. If you want to order a copy of the Giant Insider or a subscription, rather go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com uh, for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Make sure you get your golf clubs at Golf Galaxy and contact Dan Vassell. And uh, download our app. You can't. He's in North Carolina. <laughs> nice. Uh, download our app from the, uh, the App Store, the Giant Insider. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. All right. Take care, everybody.